Welcome to the Life Change Podcast. Panhandle Weight Loss Center is a unique surgical practice focused on changing lives. Our approach moves away from the singular goal of weight loss and encompasses one of overall health and wellness. This podcast explores a variety of topics inside the realm of health and wellness, including nutrition, fitness, lifestyle issues, and even surgery. The goal of this program is to inspire listeners to take a critical review of your life as we guide you towards a paradigm that translates to life change. Great to have you, Chad. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, so I got Chad Schoonover uh, with me today, and uh, just this is—I've been looking forward to this interview for quite a while. <laughs> um, got to know Chad actually many, many years ago. Uh, his dad knew your dad well, and then um, ultimately met met you and Doug Latham. Yep. And um, just kind of y'all have a passion for. Uh, organic beef, and we're going to jump into what that looks like. Um, and where where we started talking was, I think both of us have a passion of of one how you raise your animals uh, to ultimately um, be healthier, and that ultimately what I see is it turns into when we consume products that are grown in a great way, healthier way, we're healthier for sure. And that's what I think has been the missing element in the health of the United States or across the world. For sure. Is we've kind of lost that um, quality production. That's right. Uh, and therefore, it's translating into tons of medical problems. And we can jump into that too. And so, what I want to do is just kind of you introduce yourself, uh, where you grew up family yeah and then how in the world you got into what you're doing and, sure. and we're going to jump into what that looks like here in just a minute yeah yeah so grew up in dalhart texas yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, born and raised and uh, right there and the organic thing was something that came along um we we were farming organic in uh, 2010 um uh, doug latham and myself partnership and i was on the cattle side of our deal um the organic turned in to be, uh, looked like the way everything needed to go, you know. And uh, we, we just kept looking at these cattle going, man, we've got to do something with this, with these cattle. What, how can we get this deal organic? So essentially, it's it was, the, the road kind of started in 2015, um, and we really just started researching the markets and um, what, what actually is organic beef and what's out there. And um, man, it has been nothing but an education since then. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so we we converted our entire operation over um, in 2016. Um, our native pastures, you know, so and the farm was already organic, so it made a ton of sense. And we've just been holding cow, heifers back and creating an organic cow herd. And um, this year, um, so last November, or right here at a year um, since we launched our beef brand and. Um, that's how long it's taken us to get here. So, so it's a huge. It's process. a huge process, and uh, it is a. But it's it's real, you know, and that's probably what drove us to continue. And and is, the smoke and mirrors behind all the marketing in whether it's, you know, all beef, grass fed to to organic, what it actually is into, uh, to to our organic product. Um, so it's. It's it's like I said, it's been quite the road, and uh, but we are super excited, and we're getting traction now, and and we're shipping out beef nationwide from right here in the Panhandle, and and so 
It's which a, is awesome. It's super awesome, um, especially to visit. You know, a year, year and a half ago, um, to just boy trying to get this launched mm. to kind of starting to see you getting over that hump. Yes, sir. Um, like you said, so one thing I want to kind of go back to organic and just the health benefits. Um, about three years ago, I, I guess you go through the grocery store. This was my experience. Uh, I go through the grocery store and you got organic vegetables, organic fruit, and you look at it and all I saw was, oh, it's a dollar more, mm-hmm. $2 more. Um, is there any health benefits? And so this is where it kind of, I went on my own journey. And, and really compared organic versus non-organic. Now we'll come to beef in just a minute, but what we're starting to see is there is a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, in the vegetable world, the fruit world, um, conventional farming, that's what we're gonna call it. Conventional farming, we use a lot of herbicides, a lot of fungicides, a lot of pesticides, a lot of different non-organic fertilizers. And essentially, I guess I would sum it, uh, sum it up this way, is a lot of that, first of all, it's very detrimental to our soil. Uh, it kills a lot of the good microbes in the soil. And, and then ultimately, we can trace, that stuff ends up in our body. Um, I use Roundup as an example. Yes, sir. That's almost a universal thing that we put on all our crops. Yes, sir. Uh, that are non-organic. And the, the detrimental health issues that we're starting to see from that is, you know, we, we see that number one, it affects our gut health. It basically is like, almost like an antibiotic. It kills a lot of our good, my, good gut micro, microbiome, uh, microbes. And then uh, there's a lot of other things that mimics some of the hormones in our body. And, and so, there's a lot of some cancers that are starting to be uh, linked to that. Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is one. Um, and so organic, I feel like, is essential for our health. So when I go to the grocery store, you know, I'm paying that extra. That's right. Um, now, here's where I think you are unique uh, and y'all's operation. There's not a lot of organic grain-finished beef. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't know of any. No, there isn't. That's a unique thing. Very. So um, what y'all did was take what, what you're do- you were already doing in the panhandle with growing corn, mm-hmm. your cattle, and now you're finishing them on, with organic corn that's right. and delivering a premium product that's certified organic. That's right. Now, it, organic, a lot of people can just try to throw a label on their product saying organic, but if you're certified organic, how hard is that to get? It's very hard. Very uh, hard. Yeah, so you know, your land has to, it, it can't have been sprayed for three years pre, you know, prior, and, and uh, that's really one of the small things, but really it's the, we have to track these cattle from the birth all the way to finish and every movement record and every vaccine we give them every anything we do to that animal we have to show traceability all the way through which is really it's turned into be a blessing in our operation i mean we've just the more we do it the more we like it because we're just capturing all this data and now we have something to measure against and uh so it's huge on that side um 
But the certifications, the audits, the surprise audits, uh, that's something that we've been uh, kind of, we've got. And the problem, the reason is, is because we have so many acres. When you take a large Texas ranch and you convert it as organic, in, in, an, in an organic world, they think of uh, a little old, you know, garden and, a, and, a, and a, maybe a few backyard cows. And so when you take a large Texas ranch and you convert it as organic, they look at these acres because we're the largest in the state of Texas, all, just all of a sudden. And, you know, and, and it's, uh, so we've, we've gotten to go through a lot of that. But we've also helped uh, with, with some of the development of, of what an audit may look like in the cattle industry versus, because everything's so dairy driven, um, which gets us back to, to organic beef. And the majority of organic beef in this country is coal dairy cows who have been fed silage um, and, and, and some grains and things and, and throughout their life. Uh, and, but they're, they're really, they, they are at them on pasture for part of the day and they come back in, but they're essentially supplemented the whole time. And then they're, when they're wore out or old, they go to a packing house and they, they're marketed as organic as a premium. Um, so that's where our, our big change was. It's either organic dairy cows or it's imported from another country. Mm-hmm. That's our markets that were so really it was wide open to come in here and say, all right, here's what we're going to do. And uh, we really, we, we kind of transitioned through looking at the grass fed. Um, we did some of that kind of stuff. The problem with grass fed is it's our growing season short. Mm-hmm. It's blowing snow right now. We got to yeah. feed these cattle something. Um, we, we add grain for energy. Um, and, and, and the truth is, is we don't, it's, you know, to say grain finished versus conventional grain finished is so different. Because yeah. we can so explain only, that because that, right. I want to, and I want to get into the grass finish because I used to, I used to be a big advocate of yeah. grass finish, but the taste on that's different. It, it, so it, we'll, it, it is. You know, and, and the main thing, and we can get into all that, the, the biggest thing with, with our deal is, is we, we feed grain. So right, just say like now, you know, we go into winter, we have to supplemental feed cattle. So we, we supplement feed our cows. So we go into winter with a pretty good body condition on a cow and they're gonna lose weight over the winter. As long as it's not in excess, we're okay. But we supplement uh, alfalfa, oat hay, wheat hay, things like this. Um, and we're feeding from pretty much uh, two weeks ago all the way until we get green grass. Um, and so we're supplementing cattle all the time, but our beeves, the, the cattle that we take to meat, we, we finish those on a ration. Um, so they, they're grazed their whole life up until about four months, and we finish them on a ration. And that ration is, is mainly alfalfa, oat hay, and corn grain. And the corn is only about 50%, a little less than 50%. And the reason why is we, uh, Cattle are a ruminant animal. You have to have a long stem grass, say, to, to buffer that rumen and move those grains through and things. So a conventional feedlot feeds 70, 80% concentrated grain diets, right? Which you need, to do that, you need synthetic additives, yeah. right, to be able to combat acidosis and, and issues like that. What affects their health and so it, well, doing doing it that way in a in a feedlot, it right. really affects the health of the animal. It it affects it, it can. Um, it really can. And and it's back to the grocery store thing, you know, we're 
without just throwing the industry like because you know we are you, you're a farm guy i'm a farm guy i'm not throwing the industry under the bus because at the end of the day if you can't be the guy that walks in the grocery store and buys the cheapest beef and sit here and have this conversation yeah we because have to feed a lot of people that's it and yeah. it's and it's about efficiency yeah. and how can we make these cattle big as we can that is the conventional market so our market's completely different mm -hmm. Our consumers completely different. They want to know exactly every input that's put through these animals, and they with confidence. But they also know it's going to be more expensive because here we are saying, okay, we're not going to push these cattle very hard. We're not going to add any of these, no hormones ever, no antibiotics, not, not fed or injected, and. Uh, you you want to sacrifice efficiency that's how you do it in the cattle industry and, so. and on the production side like one thing i don't think consumers appreciate when you're trying to grow all those crops organic you're not using the latest and greatest herbicide and everything you got weeds yes sir you got you got your yields are less yeah. but it's because you're trying to do it old-fashioned way oh man uh, which is healthier it is but it's not um, necessarily the most profitable so therefore your costs are higher but and that's but we've gotten lazy too you know we've they, they it's funny how some of the things our grandpa's used the old some of the old equipment that was parked in the fence line is some of the things we use now in organic and you know it, it just makes you more efficient as an operator yeah. to not be able to fall back on a on, on a pesticide herbicide type herbicide especially on the weeds you know and things like that i mean we combat bugs and it's part of it and sometimes they kind of get in there and, and take their toll but uh but at the end of the day we're uh, we're learning yeah. and uh, the cattle side is huge um especially especially on the how we handle them and we have an advantage because our cattle are born on our ranch and they spend their whole life there which is super cool and we don't yeah. doctor anything hardly. Yeah. And if we if they get sick, we get them right. Yeah. We doctor them. We don't let them. People, you know, we I've I've talked to people that think that organic. Oh, people just you just let them die, and, and we don't do that. Mm -hmm. They just they, they're no longer in the program, right? So they're no longer organic if we if we give them a shot, and that's okay. That's part of the business. But at the end of the day, the cattle we just don't have to treat many. And I mean, out of a thousand head of calves we raise. We doctored two last year, and I'm not kidding. It's and it's from the fence line weaning. We so when we wean them, we they run on one side of the fence, their mom on the other. There's no semis involved, no trucking, things like that. So anytime you add stressors to cattle, they they get sick. You know, it's part of it. Um, so our cattle can somewhat be naive to all the disease in a commingled commercial feedlot um, because they never leave, and uh, so we don't we don't we don't get get into some of that stuff. So and it's. Uh I want to come back and talk about health benefits here in just a minute, but even like the processing, I mean, it's a whole separate deal uh, because the beef, like you said, is traced. They don't want any contaminants. So they really, you know, the FDA, well, I guess, it's, is it the FDA? USDA. Sure. USDA and, watches this. And through. NOP, National Organic. Yeah. They watch the process, and like you said, they are very, you got to keep meticulous records mm -hmm. to make sure that that finished product, if it has the USDA stamp of approval organic, you know that that, that product's never seen any contaminants. That's right. Um, and I can't emphasize how hard that 
that is. It is hard. Uh, a lot, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of investment. Um, I want to walk through the health benefits because yeah. with my patients, I think that's something that as we're going through this, people are always trying to get a hold of us. Oh, Jeff. Uh, you good? No, yeah. Okay. Um, so just health benefits. And, and I want to just walk patients through, you know, the true difference. So of an organic grain finished beef versus just anything that you grow, get in the grocery store. So on the producer side, um, cattle along the way, you know, let's, let's kind of talk about what they potentially eat. They're going to they're gonna get some conventionally raised corn, mm -hmm. which that corn is going to have most likely uh, been exposed at some point to some Roundup in that, at, at, at some point. Um, some fungicides, pesticides, and that cow is going to consume that forage that has that contaminant. And we know for sure that you can trace in our body. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. there was a study the other day that up to 90 to 95% of us have Roundup in our urine. It's crazy. They did a study with women, particularly who were um, breastfeeding, and they saw it in the, in, I think it was 80% of the breast, breast milk was contaminated with Roundup. So it's a pretty universal, I'd call toxin, yep. in our environment. Uh, your beef doesn't have that in it. No. Um, so then we take the cattle who's cons you know, consuming forage. The cattle itself, a lot of times in the feedlots, get antibiotics. Okay. That antibiotic, not only does it help with the acidosis, mm -hmm. but it also helps make that cow fatter. Okay. There's been some studies that, that that's just a little low dose antibiotic in cattle as they're, as they're being fed out, but actually they produce more meat quicker. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because you look at obesity epi epidemic in America, we're given antibiotics all the time. Yeah. You go to the doctor, you got a little sniffly nose. Um, so I've always questioned, you know, is that causing some of our, our obesity epidemic? Because we're all exposed to so many antibiotics. We're exposed to antibiotics in our meat. Yeah. If you if you buy conventional meat at the grocery store, you're going to have probably some kind of contaminant. Would you agree with that? If you're buying meat at the grocery store, conventional meat, you're it, it has been through a lot of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Or exposed to a lot of different things from, like you're talking about, you know, herbicide, pesticides, even in grass fed, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Only organic. It would be so grass fed beef. A lot of pastures that can really do a good job of grass-fed, mm -hmm. those those grasses take herbicide, and so uh, and and and, uh, and also wormers and synthetic wormers the cattle have to get because for parasites and things like that. And you can't do that stuff in organic. So uh, all the way to the feedlot, you know. So we use rumensin would be an antibiotic, a fed antibiotic that we'd talk about, right? So as a rumen buffer, so we can push cattle a little harder, you know. And, 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 and combat bloat, things like that. You can't, that's, that's kind of a big pusher. And then all the way to uh, a beta agonist at the end, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a fed hormone um, that's fed the last 30 days. And it's, uh, it, it, it puts on, it can put on 30, 40 pounds of meat. Yeah. It, it changes the cells and 
and, and makes them get bigger, you know. And but it's a it's a kind of a a result of an industry that's makes very little margin on, and it's all about selling pounds. They have to push the animals. That's it. Push them as hard as we can. Yeah. And because uh, we got to sell meat. I've always uh, wanted to study. I mean, essentially, this industry has learned how to make cattle obese. I mean, in essence, it's oh, all sure. about putting on weight in the shortest amount of time. Sure. And so if you look at that model that they've created, I think we could learn a lot as a human mm -hmm. in, our, in, in, in what's causing obesity in, in us. Um, is it some of these practices that's, that's causing that? Is it the low-dose antibiotics? Is it the hormone exposure? Because we're always, not only are we exposed to potentially hormones in our uh, non-organic beef, but just in general. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much overlap that I think a lot of those things that we're exposed to in our food is causing all these medical issues. And so that's why I've been a big advocate for trying to transition as much as your diet that you can to organically grown food. You bet. So I applaud what you are doing. Um, so tell me a little bit about, let's, let's talk about Ribbon Wire Ranch. Um, just your product. I, I've tried, I order steaks. Uh, I order flank steak, um, fillets. Your fillets are awesome. Yes, sir. Your ribeyes are awesome. Your ground beef is awesome. Yeah, um, kind of tell us, you know, a little bit more about uh, what, how, how, you, how you set up the, the delivery system. Yeah. Okay, how, let's talk about how patients can order that. You bet. And... And they walk me through all that. Yeah, so we uh, we have a we have a facility in Delhart where we where all the meat comes back to, and and we ship once a week. Uh, we, we're probably going to open that up a little more. We're doing a lot more business in Texas than we we initially thought we would. Uh, we we thought, you know, our market's not in our backyard. It's going to be coastal type communities, and and we do ship a lot of meat to California and the East Coast, and and which is neat, um, but. We ship a ton of meat in Texas, yeah. and uh, and so we uh, we bring all the meat back, and then we facilitate all the orders out of there. Um, we do have a full line of meat from from your roast to, to all your primal cuts and your steaks, and and uh, um, we just started the 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 meat sticks. So we have the beef stick, and and uh, that's a lot of fun, and that's a big hit. And then the summer sausage also, um, a couple flavors of that, and then. Uh, um, with jerky and we're getting into that stuff too. So it's a growing, it's a growing thing. It's definitely new. It's an education for us, but we have, we partnered with some guys with Texas Tech um, and their meat science lab, um, Dr. Marcus Miller. They have been huge on helping us with genetics and the cattle. Um, those are things that we can naturally do, right? Um, just have cattle that will, will feed better this way, right? That'll naturally finish at a lower weight that we're not having cattle that need to be 1400 1500 pounds before they're finished you know so we, we are feeding a little smaller angus animal and uh and it's 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 been a lot of fun but but our customers are we we have a ton of repeat customers so if we can just get get meat in front of you you you're, you're ordering again so it's been fun right and i testify to that yeah uh, i love it because uh y'all are very punctual so I'll make an order on Sunday night and by Monday afternoon it's 
it's headed out the door. I can see the little shipment. It's being shipped. Uh, one thing our patients, uh, you know, particularly after surgery, beef jerky, they love beef sticks because what I like about beef is it's one of the most nutrient dense foods that we can eat. It has all your essential amino acids. Um, and it's just, it's biggest bang for your buck. But now that we have it in, in an organic form, to me, that's, that's a whole nother level. You bet. Um, I was going to say something just, you know, when, when you compare, um, particularly our patients, when they, when we do surgery, their stomach is smaller and therefore everything that they put in their mouth has to be count. It has to count. Yep. It has to be nutrient dense. For sure. And so, you know, certain things like meat just gives them all, you know, a good source of protein, a good source of vitamins. Um, it has some good fats, essential fatty acids in there. Um, so great, great product. Thank you. Now, I want to just comment on, you know, we've talked about grass finished versus uh, grain finished. And I've been on this journey myself. Mm-hmm. I've tried a lot of grass finished beef out there. You bet. And I'd say this, you know, probably 15% of it I love. You bet. It's, it's tricky. It is. Finishing cattle. Yeah. Um, consistently. Consistently and making them not have those off flavors. Yes, sir. And so what I love, this is where I really uh, fall in love with your product, is you got the best of both worlds. Okay, you got an animal that's been raised properly, but yet has that grain finish at the end just to take yep. what those off flavors out, give it that premium taste, um, what we're all used to. Because as Americans, I don't that's think it. you're going to switch everyone to grass-finished beef. No, you're not. <laughs> Food, food, food. If food is only fuel, I'm not that guy. I, I, I eat what I like, you know. And, yeah. and uh, but, but I get the. I, we we understand the grass fed deal, and the main thing is consistency, and and it's because cattle are finished on different times of the year, so cattle yeah. coming off of wheat are going to taste really terrible. Yeah. You know, cattle in the winter fed hay may not taste as bad because it's gonna it's not gonna be a you know it's gonna be they're gonna be eating dormant plants and things so you know like hay and things like that so it's it's a huge difference we our our idea is take the same ration all all year and we just finish those cattle those last four months with that and it's it's been a huge deal for us and uh, it's a it's 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 how we can be so unique and also stand behind a product that's like it's great and it's it's great all the time. It's consistent taste. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate you joining me. No, I, I, I thank you for having me. For the, sure. This was awesome. Yeah. What uh, I'm we're gonna have a link for all our patients if they want to get your product. They're gonna be able to to basically access this on our newsletter. Um, but what is your website? How how yeah. can someone order this? Ribbon ribbonwire.com, ribbonwireranch.com. Just search ribbonwire and. Uh, and uh, you can find us, and maybe we can get you a, a link on your. On, uh, but it, either way, it's a we're real easy to find. Yeah. So. And what I like, got a great website. It's easy to navigate. You yeah. kind of add your cart, and then. Um, yeah, and look us up and, and learn about us. We got a big about section, and 
talks about the the ranch and what we do and pictures from the ranch and the farm and and that's one thing we hang our head on is just being transparent this it's it is what it is and uh, and 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 it's and, and you know for a fact what you're getting so and you can access our store and make orders right there and we'll get them right to you and yeah, so. that's awesome and i want everyone to know that and i don't know if we emphasize this emphasize this but the the ranch and the farm is just west of Dalhart. It is west of Dalhart. Our our uh, our west fence line is uh, the New Mexico state Texas state line. Um, ribbon wire is we, we we got our name from from the actual barbed wire that that still hangs on some of that fence line. And so it, it was that ribbon wire was was created back in 1881 and it was put up over 6,000 miles of it on the XIT. So our ranch is a portion of what used to be the the old XIT. And so that's that's where we got our name and um we we uh we love the history around that place and and you know the majority of it um has is, is exactly like it was yeah. 140 years ago so it's it's pretty fun to to get to go back to our roots and uh and really just just do something that's uh that's kind of we're not changing the industry but we sure took a different road so and i, I appreciate you doing it because yeah. i think you are trailblazers yeah it's fun and I think, I think the most important thing for our health going forward is how we produce our food. And finding farmers and ranchers like you and Doug to, to basically lead a path that hasn't been necessarily established. And so uh, applaud you and thanks, thanks for making a great product and thanks for joining me today. No, appreciate it very much. All right, great to have you chat. Yes, sir. Thank you.